0: Sadi Ahmed Alif. the top, today's shiir is generously sponsored by someone who did not make it for the first day of Zoom, first two days of Zoom, in honor of all those who did come, even though the Maggid Shir was not here in person, I am inspired by your commitment and hope to be here this morning, that's our Parnas Hashir, and our Ha Hachodesh is sponsored again anonymously by our anonymous Avi Aben Lilinish Nishmesser Rav Shmuel Shmelka Ben Arn Moshe Zecherne Levracha Yaleve Moshe Lipa Halevi Zecherne Levracha Ashes <laughs> Ben Moshe Zecherne Levracha Kursa Hatoyv to our beloved Magid and for Achenu Yisrael Arayin Neisay Es Neisa Veitzchayim Mila this Ba V'Sayim Cheha Meushar. Aisher with an Aleph and Aisha with an Ayin to our anonymous Parnas Hashir and to his Chashev and Mishpacha and to our anonymous and he should we hope he's there today Bezrashem, Hashem or he could still come the first bell didn't ring yet and our anonymous Parnas Achaydash and his Mishpacha Bezr Hashem Yamim Taivim Amen Amen Let's go Rabbi Yisai with a gishmak. Um, the top of tzaddi zayin umi amar rav does rav hold that avodim are like karka? The ha rav daniel by rav ketina amar um, rav rav daniel by rav says in the name of rav ha toikif be avdo shel chaveray. If a person forces his friend's eved, he's toikif on him. He forces him b'aslam elacha, and he does malacha poter. that alacha is you do not have to pay your friend for usage of his eved. If evidence like karka, why your potter? You never stole the evidence. The halais you can't steal it since avdes kimekarka. You can't steal it. Karka ain't nixelus, so it still belongs to the master. So basically, you, you, you used a master's evidence. I took someone's evidence and I used it. I should have to pay him. So lachaya, why my potter? I should have to pay. I stole somebody's evidence. I should have to pay. If I was kainit with like if it ever like a metatum, so I have kinyanic xayla. Like so I'm using it because I'm kainit. But if it's like karka, it's not mine. Still, a giga, it's karka in an so there's no kinyanim at all. So I should have to pay him for usage of his habit. recording. That was, oh, oh, we didn't, Elio, you didn't remind me. And it's the first bell. And it's the first bell, and it wasn't recording. Elio, he can't see, he's live, he's not can't see. Okay, Zakti Gamar weiter. Shkayach, first bell. Fractal Gemara l'cha'ir, why? B'rshuset d'marekai. Ha'chav mei askinan, sh'loi b'shas melacha. You use the Evet at a time that he doesn't usually do melacha. So therefore, you're not making the uh, guy lose anything. It's a zenahenevizaler chaser, and therefore your are potter. And the Gemara gives an example. We had this before. Ki hadesh shalach l'rev'aba l'more Abal mar. Ba'aminei miravhuna, ask avhuna the following shaylo. Hadar b'chats achavere shalemidaita, y'charek l'alas l'hizchar, y'charek l'alas l'hizchar. Do you have to pay him or not? He sent him a message, you do not have to pay him sqar. It's a halacha. why? Because Zan of Chaser, you do not have to pay him schar. So just like over there you don't have to pay him sqar so too. If you use an Eved, the allah is you don't have to pay So It's not a tushta. If you're using somebody's rishus that that is and shlemi and it's a and al-Khasir, over there the Allah is your potter. The reason why your potter is, the Gemara said two swars before. When a person lives in a house, he fixes it up, you know, he helps out, he, he helps advance the, uh, the uh, house when he's living there, he doesn't want to live in a house with holes in it, he fixes things, so therefore the owner gets a benefit from it, and that's why you're part there from paying rent. The other reason is, which means that the she, the destroy the house, and so nobody's living there. So meila, there's a nichale. The guy's happy that you're living there because it keeps the shade him out of the house. Is it good to weaken it? Is there a benefit for the person that you're making his avid work? He doesn't want you to make his avid work. He's rather his avid relax. It's healthy for the avid to relax. So lachayer, why may esy should Amri hachanami nichale deloy listere, avdei. Deloy listerei avdei. Amir diki esay. Do you say this like this? When a person goes on vacation, there's a very big sakana. After midwinter vacation, a very big sakana. Why? Because the guy gets used to vacation. Then it's very hard the next day to come. It happens again and again and again. When a guy goes on vacation, he comes back from his grace of vacation and he loses the train. He falls off the train. So a person always has to make sure that he is mishubed to make... I want, I want to bring the Heiul Mariah that the, the Yetzirah wants to prevent the share. I, I, le- I was learning on the other side of Yisraeli. So on my way back, I was driving in a car, and the Maise, I don't know if they all know. I was in I was near area, and to get to Skol to Malchesh shouldn't take that long. I don't know, 15, how the max 15 minutes. So I left 10, I left a half hour before the year. I left at 10 to 1, a half hour, 10 to 6 your time, half hour before the year. I was stuck. They weren't budging. I had to get out of the car and walk all the way up Barilan. I do know if you know how far the walk is. And I just mamash made it three minutes ago, four minutes ago. And you see the Sahara is going to try to prevent Yidin from learning Torah. And the greatest, how would you say Leo? On vacation, Not on vacation. yeah, on vacation. But the greatest Sahara is to prevent a person from learning Torah. And when a person takes a break, the Sahara is going to move in to make sure that he shouldn't, get back on track, and therefore we have to make sure we stay on track. That's what you see from here. When you work in somebody's Eved, even though you're, you're weakening the Eved, so you're keeping him in touch that he shouldn't get into vacation mode. Very interesting. We know that Rava was a very Chashviyid. Rava was one of the greatest Amirahim. Who was Rava's father? Who was Rava's father? So we're going to be introduced right now to who Rava's father was. Be'yab Yosef Bar'chama havu takif inshid avdi inshid damaskib Buhuzuzi. That was the second bell. Ashkayach habensir, and the scholz of today's Liman is sponsored by someone who did not make it for the first two days of Zoom. In honor of all those who did come, even though the magacher was not here in person, I am inspired by your commitment and hope to be here this morning. That's our parnas hashir and bezr hashem. He's hopefully here, and our parnas achaydesh is the lishmes rav Shmuel Ayele ben Mosheleipas Halevi Zecherin Levracha Shazalak ben Moshe Zecherin Levracha Akaris Hatoyv Tare beloved Magid and a schos for Achenu Kol Beis That is the schos of today's limud Hatoyah when it's when it's kvius. The, the demonstration of kvius is when it's not the normal situation. That's the demonstration of kvius. So that's the schos of today's limud Hatoyah. Vaiter. So this individual. This is a very interesting. Alacha. Alacha and Hilkas Ribbis. So this of Yosef used to take Avadim from people, and he would work with them. They owed him money; he lent them money, the, the person, and he would work with the evet. So what happened? He would work with the evet. Well, see, he didn't take he didn't take any payment for that. He just worked for that with the Avadim for free. lay le- Rava Bre is supposed to be Rava. His son Rava. So Rava's, son, Rava's father was a base of Bar-Chama. So Rava's his son asked, "My time Mahachi, what's the pshat? You're allowed to work with the Avadim? It's a problem of ribbis. We'll see." You know, well, well, he's gonna he's gonna elaborate on his kasha, but so you could use somebody else's avod. Amalei to am Rev Nachman. Avda nehaim kreise shavi. Rev Nachman said he aside that an avod is not worth the food that he eats. An avod's work is so minimal it's not worth the food that he eats. So kids are, if I take the avadim, I give them food, so the owners don't care if I if I work with the avodim. That's what he told his son Rava. Amalei ma Rev Nachman when Rev Nachman said this <laughs> concept, he going daru avde. Rav Nachman had a servant by the name of Daru. He, his whole talent, the only thing he was able to do was to dance in the bars. That was his uh, unique kayak that he was able to do. So Mela, that's not worth that much. So well, that's why Rav Nachman said this statement that an is not worth his keep. But Kulu Avdi, Me'avdi Avdi, a regular that works hard. So you can't work with the evad. you're making the owner lose. You're stealing the owner's evad. you're working with the evad. you're making the owner lose. He said a different reason. I hold like of Daniel that we said previously on the daf. If you work with somebody else's eved, you potter. Obviously, the person's happy that he's not that his eved is not getting destroyed. So meila, you see, it's a it's beneficial for the owner that I work the eved hard. So that's why I'm doing it. That's only if they don't owe you money. Mar, Kivan, Demasek, Bozuzi, Mechzi, Karibis. Reb Yitzchak, and Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, and Yehuda, Kivan Isin. Be'ezer if you're here for Baba Kama, you'll be here. Be'ezer Hashem for Baba Metziah. Rabbi say the grace to see him is coming up February 28th. Be'ezer Hashem in Yerushalayim, HaBenuyah, in an undisclosed location. We'd like to thank Rabbi Nachim Zelman for all of his asek in the Siyem. Anyone that wants to be mishtatif should please send to Rebbe Pinchasarieh or Rebbe Ntsiyah ben HaMaisheh. But Be'ezer Hashem, we're going to start, Bab Hashem, with a Gishmak, Thursday morning, Be'ezer Hashem, February 29th. I think it's, I don't know what the Yiddish date is. Chof Adar, Bazrash Hashem, Adar Aleph, Be'ezer Hashem in Yerushalayim, <laughs> Habinuya. And of Adir, Amen. And of Adir, we are going to see, Perek Ezu Neshech, Amor the mile of Ezu, first of all, it's a Gishmak Second of all, it teaches people how people are over on ribbis without even chapping. So here's an example. Bec- really, technically, you could take somebody's avid. That's what the Gemara seems to hold. But when the person owes you money, then there's a ribbis issue, a fascinating thing. I think i is going to give an example. Even though the halacha is if you live in somebody's chatzir, you don't have to pay chatzir, that's what we said before, other is potter. But if you lent him money and you're living in his chatzer, you have to pay him. Why? Because of ribbus? It's a ribis issue. They're going to use the Nusakh, But it's it's under the umbrella of Ribbus. or Rav asked his father How could he do that? It's a ribbus problem. and therefore Abaysib Rahama was Khazir and Rabbi Siyan, if someone asks you on the test, the new tests are ready. Rabbi Siyan, been seeing Ben is going to give them tomorrow. By Hashem, the new tests are ready. But if someone asks you on a test, what's the halacha? If someone, are you allowed to use somebody else's evidence? It sounds like from the Gemara, technically you are, but by ribbis you can't. When there's a ribbis issue, when you let only when it's not work time. Only when it's not work. Yeah. Only when it's not work time. That's when Chazal say it's mutter. Because then obviously if you pull him out of middle work. Then it's a chaser, then it would be asr. But by ribbis, when there's a ribbis issue, it's always going to be asr. Itmar. Ha-toykev malacha, a person grabbed somebody's ship and did malacha with it. So how much do you have to pay? You used somebody's boat. Amar, Rav, ratza ratza Rav says you could take whichever one you want. Either the guy could take the schar, the money that he owes for, the, for usage of the boat, or pachsa, whatever was diminished, whatever got ruined, whatever the boat got ruined from the work that the guy did, he could pick whichever one he wants. The person has the ability to pick whichever one he wants, whatever money he wants to take. (laughs) Shmuel says he can't take the schar, he only takes the pchas. Whatever was diminished, whatever you ruined when you were using his boat, that's what you could take. Schar you can't take. What's the (laughs) shayla? If it's a boat that's meant to be rented out, so then you have an option to take schar, that's what Rav's talking about. If it's a boat that's not meant to be rented out, that's Shmuel's case, so, you don't have such an option, and therefore you have to just take pacha, so you can't take schar, because it's not meant to be rented out. Really, they're both talking about boats that are rented out. It depends why the person took the boat, if he took the boat with the intention of paying, so then he's have to pay schar. That's what Rav's talking about, where he took the boat with the intention of paying. But if he took the boat... To steal the boat. So then we said previously on Daf Tzad That if a person steals an item and uses it. He doesn't have to pay for any usage fees for using the item. Because we have a rule. So you only pay whatever it is. And therefore, if you take somebody's boat. You're not mechoiv to pay. So if you had intended on stealing it. So the only payment you have to pay, Is Pachas. is the shvachkeit that happened to the boat. But you're not mechoiv to pay. Rav is talking about a case where you did go into it, al-das, agra, you, want, you didn't want to steal it, and therefore you have to pay sechar. Next case, the Mishnah. The Mishnah said a case, a guy steals a coin, and the coin cracked. said Allah says it's considered a shinoi, and therefore you, are, you only pay, you, you keep the, basically you pay kashash exil you pay the amount that the coin was worth at the time of the exhal. Avun, and Ravun, but, but, let's just get to the other case, that's if it's nistak. But if it was poslosi malchus, let's say it got, the, the lotion of the Mishnah was, matbeah nifsal. if it got ruined, meaning it's not the matbeah is not usable anymore from a currency perspective, people don't accept it anymore, so then that's not considered a shinoy, because it's not nicker, like the Gemara is going to explain, and therefore you could return the etzem matbeah. if the matbeah got physically cracked, then the Allah is, you're, uh, you're, you're, it's a shinoy, and a melah, you only, you, you pay the, the matbeah as it was worth, was worth at the time of the geneva. If the matbeah is not physically cracked, it's just puzzle that's not considered a shinoi, and therefore you uh, return the matbeah the way it is. That's what the Mishta says. So Avuna explains the Mishta. Omri Avuna. Nistak, nistak mamish. Nifsal pasal se malchus. Nistak means that the item got physically cracked. Nifsal means that the malchus puzzled it, meaning the kingdom made Xavier that you know how to use the coin anymore, so even though technically it's a worthless piece of junk, but since it's not nicker, we'll see in the Gemara in a minute, since you can't see it on the coin itself, therefore, it's, con- it's not considered a shinoy, and therefore, you could just return the coin. That's where Havuna holds. For Av Yehuda, Amarno, Nami heinu nistach. says, even though it's not a physical problem, it's only because the kingdom decided you can't use this coin anymore, but that's the equivalent of nistak. It's a useless hunk of metal. It's useless. So what does the Mishnah mean that Nifsal is not considered a Shinoi? What does the Mishnah mean when it says that you could say, Yehuda. It means that the coin is usable in a different Medina and this Medina it's not usable. So therefore you could return the coin because the guy could technically go to a different Medina and uh, and uh, use it at a different Medina. If, you, if it's useless, if in the entire place it's useless, the Malchus passed it. So then it's like nistak, and you can't return it at all. That's a Yehudis Shita. And Avuna says no. It has to be physically nistak. But even if the Malchus passed it, that's not a problem. according to Avuna, that says that if the Malchus ruined the coin, then it's done. It's considered a shinoi. Yayin v'hechmitz if... Huh? What happened? Paslo... Right, you're right. Nifsal paslo malchus means it's not a shinoi, correct? It's not a shinoi. Meaning, if the malchus ruined it, the halach is it's not considered a shinoi and you could still return the coin. Hare peireiz verikivu, yayin v'hechmitz. The Mishta brought a case of peireiz that got ra'in, yayin that became chamitz, chamitz, it became spoiled, it became vinegar. Dechi paslo malchus dami that's similar to Paslasi Malchus. The, the the fruit is still here. It's rotten, but it's still here. The is still here. It's chaymetz, but it's still here. So the chayyah is very similar to a coin that the Malchus passed. We know by yayin vi'chmetz, that loch is you pay keshas It's considered a shinoi, and you pay keshas ekzela. So, in fact, the Gemara, the over here also, the chayyah, why do you pay? Why, Why? By if the Malchus passed it? According to Rav Huna, why would you say that you that, that you that you could return the coin? it shouldn't be worse than spoiled fruit and rotten wine. That the Allah is, you pay you you pay kishas exale. It's considered a shino. The reason why that's worse is because the tam and the reach is problematic, meaning it smells bad, it tastes bad and this coin, there's nothing wrong with this coin, this coin is perfectly fine. It's a wonderful coin. It just happens to be a Tamalchas Pasalan. So, male, that's not considered a Shinoi, and therefore Ta'ala is it it would according to Rav Hunam, it would not be considered a Shinoi you could return the coin. That's Hunas Shita. Amalai Yehuda. Now, if you look, this is an interesting historical fact. David Ari, you want to hear a historical fact. Rabba, you see over here it says Rav Ravel Yehuda. Rava never saw Rav Yehuda. Rava actually was born when Rav Yehuda was nifter. Rava never saw Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda was a second generation Amorite, and Rava was a fifth generation Amorite. They never saw each other, so it can't be that Rava said something to Rav Yehuda. So it obviously has to be Raba. Raba was a generation above Rava. Raba was Abaya's uncle, so Raba told Rav Yehuda. If you are telling me that paslase malchus is the equivalent of the coin getting cracked, highre truma Truma that became tamei. It's similar to paslasi malchus. It's a, the truma's is here. It's just tamei. If you have truma, and it became tamei, so therefore Abitzchak Zev and Reb cannot eat from the truma anymore. It's tamei. It's basically like paslasi malchus. And the Mishnah says you could still return. Let's say Abitzchak Zev or Reb have some truma in their refrigerator, and someone and it became tamei, and someone steals it, or oh, actually not up. No. It was Tahar when they had it. Someone steals it, it became Tameh, and then they want to return it. So you would say it's illogical. It's not fear. You can't return it now, it's worthless. But that's because of our corrupt American minds. The Mishnah says, no, you could return it and say Rachel Khalfana. Why? Because the truma's physically here. I it's Tameh. I hear it's a terrible thing. But the mice it's physically here, so you can return it. So what's the difference? Why does a Yehuda say if the Malchus ruins a coin? If they passel so the coin, you can't return it anymore. It's done. That's a view shita. And why, by truma, could you return it to Rav Aaron and Avitzik Zev? Minker ha There's no way to know if it's tameh or not. Only a Halagiyid could tell if truma is tameh. But a coin, everybody knows. You look at the coin, even though there's nothing physically happened to the coin. But everybody knows that this coin was nifsel because the king passed it. And therefore, it's, a, it's going to be considered a shini. So, alocha <coughs> l'mayseh, if someone asks you on a test, what's the alocha <coughs> if the malchus passled it? The answer is, you're going to first thing you'll tell him is that the magachir wasn't there, so he couldn't text me. And therefore, I didn't show up that morning. That's one way to answer it. And the other way to answer it is that he came to learn anyway, even though the magachir doesn't know if you're here and he can't text you. Still, you came anyway. And the different... It's of Yehuda and... A if a coin that the Malchus passled, is that considered a problematic? Is that considered a shino yana? Is A guy gave somebody, he gave somebody he invested with he uh, told somebody, I'll give you a hundred pounds of potatoes and you owe me money, and you this these coins, the certain amount of coins, you pay me hundred dollars. What happened? The dollars became puzzle. The king passed the dollars. So now, maybe, what, what, how do you pay the guy? You owe the guy $100, but there's no dollars anymore. So what's the halacha? Rav says you can't give him a dollar because the dollar is worthless. You give him whatever coin, it, it works at that time. For us, it's not so relevant because we usually don't have this. But it used to be every other week or every other month, they used to passle coins. <coughs> so you have to give him a coin. That's useful. Shmuel <laughs> Shmuel says, you could tell him, go, use it in Mishan. <coughs> here it's not usable, but in a different place it is. You're right, if you have a coin that's useless completely, then even Shmuel would agree that it's garnished. But here you have a coin that you could use in a different town. Can I pay a guy, I'll give him a moshal, can I pay a guy in Shqalem, in America? Can I pay him in Shqalem? So right now it's a use, useless. Can I say, listen, we're talking about a case that you made up, you're going to pay him in Shqalem, right? That's the case. Can I pay him it's not exact i am just giving you an example. It's not exactly the same case, but the concept's the same. The coin cannot be used in this country, but because it became possible, but in a different place, you could use it. So Shmuel says, you tell him, Rabid, go spend it in Mishan, and it's fine. And we pass like Shmuel. You could tell him to spend it in Mishan. As long as you made up, that's how you're gonna pay him. If you didn't make it up, it. you can't have such a titan. But if you made up, you're gonna pay him in coins. And those coins became possible, Shmuel says you could give him those coins. Did Rav Nachman have any relationship with Shmuel? Anybody know? Did Rav Nachman know anything about Shmuel? Did they have any sort of relationship? I think we had, just had. He said, "Ano?" I think it was Rav Nachman talking, if I remember correctly. It was, yeah, it was Rav Nachman. Yes, yes, yes. It was on Dav Tzadi Vav Rav Nachman said, "Ano u'shvar achi bedina. Right before the Mishnah on Tzadik Vav Rav Nachman said, "Ano mi and shvar Malka." That Shmuel are achi bedina. We are brothers in Din. We're both very similar in Din. So here you have a masamat and a blot later between Rav Nachman explaining Shmuel. They were achi Rav Nachman, Mistaver milsei de it's misdavra what Shmuel says, that I could make him go spend it in Mishan. It has to be that he has a way to get to Mishan. He usually goes to Mishan. He's, it's, it's a place that he travels. But if it's not practical for him to go to Mishan, you can't tell a guy to go schlep to Mishan. That's not a normal thing to do. And therefore, even, even Shmuel agrees that there's no such taina to pay him with coins that only work in Mishan. That's, her, that's Rav Nachman's explanation of Shmuel's sheet. So we have Shmuel that holds you could give him coins that work in a different country, and Rav says you can't. Eis, Rav Nachman, ala mois You can't be mechal al-maiser on money that's not usable. ha'yuloi mois, if a person has mois, kuziviyais, Rashi says, ben kuziva made certain coins, you shall meis, you shall me coins, Aishal Malachim are shallinim, or coins some previous malachim that are useless. Ain and you can't be mechal on them because they're, they're not useful anymore. Right? You can't be mechal on a coin that's not useful. Hashel achrainim dumya derishainim. But if you have a coin that is useful today, meaning it's not a coin that's used here, but it could be co- it could be used in a different country. It's Dumya de the, right? the example is you can't use coins of Malach and Rishayim, because Malach and Rishayim are useless coins. But every time a malach came, he'd ruined the coin, he got rid of the coins that from the previous malach. But let's say you have coins today that work in a different Medina. But here it doesn't work. So the Mishnah seems to say that you could be mechal on them, since they're useful, right? The Mishnah, the only case the Mishnah says doesn't work is if I want to use a coin from Shleim HaMelech. Why does the Mishnah have to pick a case of Shleim HaMalach? I want to use a coin from a different Medina. I want to use a coin from a different Medina. That also shouldn't work. It sounds like from the Mishnah, if you use a coin from a different Medina, it does work. I have Nachman said, no, it only works if you have a derech to that Medina. But it sounds like if you don't have a derech to that Medina, you cannot use a, a coin from a different Medina in this Medina. And that brisa where it says that you're allowed to use a coin from a different medina is talking about that the malchias are not makbut on each other and therefore you're allowed to, you can easily transport coins from one place to the next. They don't make you mishuga, and therefore even if you don't have a derech to Meishon, you don't have a derech to that place, that coin is considered useful since the malchias are not so maqban on each other, so we consider it useful currency. Fatima al Shmuel, so when did Shmuel say that you it's a problem, and you have to, Shmuel said, yet Rav Nachman explained Shmuel that you have to have a derech to that medina. When did Rav Nachman say it? is Obviously the case is that the, the malchis are very mocked, but they hate each other, and you can't use Money from that malchus in this country—you can't even transport the gemara thought. You can't even hold money from a different country. You have two countries that hate each other, so they don't let you have money from a different country in that country. So if that's what Shmuel is talking about that the malchus are on each other, hechi matzi mamtulu. how is it possible to ever bring the coin there? L'chayra, <speaking in Hebrew> it's uh, it's you're, you're, you're uh, never going to be able to get it there because the malchus are going to search you, they're going to find the money, they're going to get rid of it, because they don't like that kind of money. So how could Shmuel ever say <coughs> that if you're a freaking flyer, you're allowed to use the money from a different country. Obviously the is are each other. If they're makbut on each other, you shouldn't be able to use the coins. It's going to be impossible to ever get it there. So they, uh, they don't have to declare it by customs, they don't search you for those coins. But if they catch you, you're stuck. If you declare it, then you're in trouble. But if you just walk by, they'll just ignore you, and therefore there's still a possibility to transport it. So let's get clar. If the Malchias are not makbut on each other, you could even use a coin from a different country. Even if there's no derech, even if you're not a frequent flyer. If they are machped on each other, then you have to be a frequent flyer. But the situation has to be that they don't search you. If they search you, then even if you're a frequent flyer, it doesn't help because you're never gonna be able to use it. Tashma, another ayah to this Shiloh: Ein machal and al-mois shulkan vehim above. You're the machal and mois. Of Eretz er, Yisrael, and really the, mice is in, and, and the money is in Bavel, meaning you have Israeli uh, Eretz Yisrael, not Israeli Chazshal, Eretz Yisrael er, coins that are in Bavel. Mm-hmm. they shall Bavel Khan ka, or Bavel coins that are in Eretz you can't use them. Shall But if you're in Bavel and the coins are in Bavel and they're Bavel dika coins, you could be mechal the ma'aser sheni. That's what the brisa says. You can't be mechal coins of the wrong Medina. But you couldn't be coins of the right Medina. <coughs> what do you see? Katani al You now ought to be mechalal on Eretz Yisrael money that's sitting in Bavl. You're going to bring the coins up from Bavel. It's not going to sit there forever. So why can't you be mechalal on the coins, Eretz Yisrael coins that are sitting in Bavel? You'll eventually bring it up. coin to Shmuel. That's good enough. Same case i said before. The Malchias are maqued on each other, so Mela, you can't use them. Okay, if the Malchias are maqued on each other, Iachi shall babble the Hema of my chazu. What does it help to use bubble coins in babble if the Malchias are maqued on each other, they're never going to let you bring the coins up to Herit's Yisrael. So the how are you ever allowed to be in babble on coins of babble? it's useless because they're not going to let you get away with it. What you could do is buy a behema in Bavel, right? You can't bring Bavel coins to Yerushalayim because they're not going to let you in, but you could buy a behema in Yerush- in Bavel and schlep it up to Yerushalayim. So, Mela, that's the answer. So, again, if you don't have a derech up, if you don't have a mahalach up, if it's ma'chiyah, it's the zual the coins are not good enough. The only reason why Babylonian coins in Bavel are good enough is because you could buy a behema in Bavel. But in Echlam, if you want not be able to buy a behema in Bavel, it would be useless. The tanya, the brysa says, iskinu epneikach. Chazal takana, that all money is, be, is being able to be used in Yerushalayim, meaning in Yerushalayim they allow all money to be used. So the brysa before said, you can't use Babylonian money in Yerushalayim. If here the brysa seems to say that to a takana, you could use money or uh, any other, any currency, you could use in Yerushalayim. It applies today, too. It's Nagina. You can use any money in So friday Gemara, L'chaia, the price seems to say, any money can be used, can be spent in Yerushalayim. So how could you say that Babylonian money cannot be used in Yerushalayim? Om Kasha, kam Kam It depends <laughs> who's in charge. If the yidin are in charge, the from the yidin are in charge, so then... They rule over the Gayim, so then they make takanas and they can allow coins, whichever coins they want. But in a case where the Firmiyad that are not in charge, the people that are in charge don't care about the halacha, so Mela, then they, this takana doesn't apply, and they're not going to have a takana that you can use any money in Yerushalayim, and therefore Babylonian coins cannot be used in Yerushalayim. So this is the maskana HaGemar. It has to be that there's an ability for a person to use the coins. If a person doesn't have the ability to use the coins, Either he could transport them, he has a, he's a freaking flyer, he could get there, or he could buy the hema. It has to be that there's some sort of use for these coins, or else the coins are not, are not considered valid coins. Now we discuss a little bit of, I got it over here, what was the coin of Yerushalayim? They had a picture of David and Shloymei on one side, and Yerushalayim on the other side. This doesn't look like David. I don't know, it's strange. It doesn't look like David. I guess it looks like a I don't know. It's not a coin. No, that's the answer. This is not a coin. This has somebody else. Doesn't look too much like David. It has a nice mustache. Doesn't look like David. Okay, I guess I guess these are not money of Yerushalayim, I guess. I guess the Gemara is talking about something else. Okay, I guess in those days there was somebody else in charge. So David and Shlimir was on one side and it said Yerushalayim Iraqesh on the other side. Not any other name that they give to it. <laughs> Yushalayim Riachaydish, huh? picture. Uh, either a picture or Yushalayim. It sounds like it says Yushalayim Riachaydish. That's what it sounds like. Much of it's a picture, it said it. But Akapadim Yushalayim Riachaydish was on the other side. Beizum at Bea Avram What was the coin of Avrambavinu? An interesting concept. It was a coin. Zakin and Zakain on one side. Rashi says it was Avrambansara. Ubacher and Yitzchak and Rivka on the other side. Interesting thing. Those are the coins that they had. In those days, the coins actually had the metal that they were worth. So let's say a person lends a person money and he's going to have to pay him back, let's say, a quarter. But they added more metal to the quarter. And now the question is, is he allowed to return the quarter that he borrowed? He's giving him more metal. You give him whatever coin it is at that time. So even though the quarter now has silver in it or it's a bigger quarter, it doesn't make a difference. You pay him that quarter. Even if it got bigger like a nafa, so a exactly what that means, but it got pretty big, the coin. Yes, even if it got bigger, the halach is, you pay it. You give the same coin. Which is even bigger. Rashi says a huge seller, like holds a roiva, they made the coin huge. Does it make sense? You give it? You say give the coin. If the coin got bigger, let's say a quarter used to buy a pound of apples and now a quarter buys only a half a pound of apples because the coin is much bigger so i'm sorry not a, a pet a coin used to buy a pound of apples a quarter now a quarter buys two pounds of apples why because the gemara thought because it's a bigger quarter Well, since they made the quarters bigger so you could buy more fruit the fruit is cheaper you could buy more fruit with a quarter so you're giving him ribas you're you're giving him the ability to buy more fruit it's Khazin, let's calculate if the reason why the you could buy two pounds of pears for this quarter is because of the of the uh, strength of the dollar, of the coin, because the coin got stronger, so then you can't give him a full coin because you're giving him more pears That triples. But if the reason is because the price dropped, if there was a price drop on the fruit, then you don't have to deduct it. Because even though the of the price dropped, but that has nothing to do with the coin. And even though the coin has more metal in it, as long as it's technically the same coin, the Allah is you return it. So you're getting more metal. Right? In those days, the metal was something. So even though the quarter is the same quarter and it's worth the same, but there's more metal, and loka it should be a problem of ribbus. So the gummaris khaizer. They, did a, they had a story with a certain individual that they went to this Agurdamis uh, Yishma'ili. They wanted to get the original coin. Because he owed somebody money and the coin got bigger and he went to try to get an, an older coin to be able to pay him with an older coin. And that's how Allah how he passed If a person... So it's not again nowadays because our coins aren't based on the worth of the metal that's in there. But in those days it was based on metal. At a meila, if a person uh, ret- uh, borrows a coin and they expand the coin, halacha l'mayseh, you're not allowed to uh, return that coin. It's going to be ribis because of the metal. You're giving the guy more metal. And therefore, the halach is, you have to buy a previous coin, a coin that is, has less metal in it, so there shouldn't Shalam be an uh, issue of ribis.